I really selfless or do I actually really practice selflessness um, outside of right my families or you know my loved ones or my partners or my kid do I you know genuinely practice selflessness um, and so with that being said the clip that I have chosen today so as with anything that I do pretty much is a spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie I highly highly recommend it I mean I just there's really there's not much else to say I really highly recommend Wish Dragon alert I am going to use the clip where Dennis had it he's kind of had enough um, and he has really hit his breaking point. He's realized he could just be himself ultimately and be accepted into the world of, um, you know, Nina and, uh, Nina's father and be accepted into that high glossy world as just being himself is actually not the case. And that disappointment and the anger and pain and bitterness from that has caused him to use his final wish from Long, the wish dragon, to, you know, essentially make him a rich prince. Long has chosen to show Din why wishing for materialism is simply just not the way to go. So we're going to tune into this clip, check it out, and I'll be back. This was my home. I was born into royalty. I learned from a young age that gold is power. So I set my sights on expanding my fortune and let nothing stand in my way. My subjects were loyal and worked tirelessly year after year. My daughters were married to the finest families to expand the kingdom's glory. And my son, I sent off to win treasure. He came home a hero. Soon I had more gold, more land, and more monuments than any lord who had come before me. And yet, as I laid on my deathbed, I awaited the parade of loyal subjects and loving family. But there was none. The gods transformed me into a wish dragon. Not as a reward, but as a punishment. I was imprisoned in the teapot and sent down to Earth to serve ten masters and learn the true meaning of life. Okay, so, right, wish dragon uh, deals with a lot of themes. As I said before, materialism, free will... Um, wishing for things instead of actually working for them, the balance of, you know, what is actually going to sustain you versus what is going to be fast and fleeting. Uh, but I wanted to focus on, like, this need to impress people and materialism in particular because it is a pinnacle point and a pain point for both characters. Both Long and Din um, have found themselves... Um, wishing to be more than themselves, wanting to be more than themselves, or at least wanting to project more than who they actually were um, in terms of power and status and, and all of that. Uh, and um, both find themselves kind of at the, you know, at the bottom of the heap because of it. Um, and so to provide a little bit of background for those of us that haven't seen Wish Dragon, yes, Nina and Den were friends when they were younger. Nina really stuck up for Den. Um, she didn't really care 
at that time that, you know, he was living with a single mother who was doing the best that she could. She really uh, enjoyed Dan as a friend and, um, you know, they had a powerful friendship and Nina's father, however, um, again, just like long, um, thought that life should be based in material wealth, um, and material wealth only. And so, um, he takes Nina, moves away, goes on to create this very incredibly successful business on the surface. Um, and so, um, yeah, and so Nina's father essentially moves them away um, to build a much better uh, job or to at least build um, a, a much more successful um, business on the surface. Um, and so essentially, Den, is, again, as I said, Den has, it's like cut to all these years later and Den is working these jobs. He's doing everything he can. He gets basically a super, super cheap suit. Um, and the, when he delivers, he's a, he's a delivery boy. And so when he delivers, um, a food to, um, <laughs> this kind of abandoned spot, you know, this entity gives him, uh, essentially wish dragons, longs kind of container <laughs> for lack of a, for lack of a better word, where long is contained, where the wish dragon is contained essentially a couple of events later and now you have long then who is long's master and he just wants to show her hey you know look at me you know i'm in this suit i'm 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 growing this business i got it um and he is desperate to impress her instead of you know showing her who he truly is which brings me to the first question uh who are we or better yet who is it that you are trying to impress and what are you doing to shun Right, like, and how are you shunning yourself or parts of yourself to become that person? You know, mind you, we all put on our best face, but when you shun your true self to impress others, it can make you feel incredibly insecure. I mean, this these are the dangers of trying to impress people. It can make you feel incredibly insecure. Um, you end up bogging yourself down with things you don't need, which we've all been guilty with that. Um, it causes incredible amounts of anxiety because you're focused on everybody judging you and it leaves you feeling empty because the people that you are so desperate to try and impress either don't really notice it, they don't care, and, and most importantly, they're going with you based off a of false, right? You're falsifying yourself and false appearances. So when it really counts, nine out of ten times, those people aren't going to be there for you in the end. They're going to walk away. And this was a tough lesson that Long had to learn, right? That was why I included the clip, because what Long had discovered was that at the end of the day, he had all this material wealth around him and gold and armies, and he was projecting this incredible sense of power, but he lost so much in the process. And then, you know, when it was time for him to take his final moments and his final breath, nobody was there. And he found himself incredibly empty, empty, alone, and angry, and cursing those that he felt should have been there. And so essentially, one of the best ways to combat this, this pit hole feeling to impress others is to practice selflessness. Because, you know, number one, um, it gets our head out of our butts, meaning that when you practice selflessness, you have to get over yourself. It's, it's not all about you. And seriously, it's not all about, it's not all about you. It's not all about us. And so, you know, when we put on this cloth of impressing others, it's because 
and, and, you know, it feeds into that self-absorption and it's because of that fear of being rejected, right? You don't want to be rejected. You want to be accepted. And again, that comes from insecurity, lack of, of being comfortable in yourself and being comfortable in you. Um, but what you find is, is that people are already so self-absorbed that they honestly could kind of care less, you know, about, you know, what it is that you're doing or what is it you're going through. And if they do, it's because of the wrong reasons. It's because of this false way that you have projected yourself. Long reveals in his past life that he was a harsh man. He was a man that only cared about himself, power, and the wealth that he portrayed to others. And in the meantime, you know, he has married off both of his daughters uh, who were incredibly unhappy, um, and he lost his son in battle. So the things that mattered the most, the things that would have been there for him, the things that are irreplaceable um, were lost to him. He, he uh, gave away. You know, and that's typically what happens, guys. We become so caught up and pouring everything into the outside appearance, right? The outside images, social media, um, that we lose sight of what's truly important. We lose sight of the things that really make us us. And um, we lose sight of celebrating that. So the first thing um, in regards to practicing selflessness to help you is, yeah, it gets your head out of your butt. You got to get over yourself. It takes the lens off of you, right? So the quality, selflessness essentially is is the definition of the quality of caring, of caring more about other people's needs and wants than about your own sort of trivial selfish needs or wants first. And it gets you to... Uh, it cuts, it basically cuts through all of that and it gets you to simplicity. It gets you to appreciating the minimum, right? The minimal things, minimalism, or, um, essentially just a really appreciating and having gratitude for the simple things in life. And because you begin to realize that it is those small moments, the simplistic things in life that do bring you a sense of peace and the sense of peace is the best kind of joy. And long learned this, you know, um, when he was in long learned this, just being by then and really seeing and being a part of the dinner table, being accepted and being a part of Din's you know, and family and neighbors. And, you know, the mother essentially is kind of like the neighborhood cook, so to speak. So everybody's at her house and they're enjoying dinner. And Din is off enjoying, you know, enjoying kind of being back with Nina again and essentially they've had their kind of series of fun of adventures, but for long he's seen, wow. So this is what it feels like to just, you know, to just be, like I said, for things to just be simple and calm around you and to have this wonderful energy around you of just love and positivity and grace and acceptance. And it did not come from them having a million dollars or them having gold or jewels it came from what like i said everybody gathering together in an incredibly safe space a safe calming space um that allowed everybody to be their true authentic selves and long saw the just true enjoyment and happiness of 
people being able to gather around a TV, right? And it become this sort of potluck. And he himself, I believe that that is what turned his heart and that's what turned his heart as a character because up until then, right, what I also appreciated was that Long was still very much himself. He was not learning the lesson um, of why he was made to be the Wish Dragon in the first place. The entire point of him becoming a Wish Dragon was so that he would have to serve others. And yet it was still very much about serving himself and his self only. And that's why he was like, no, then, you know, at first he was pushing the material, wish for gold, wish for cars, wish to be a, wish to be a prince for a day, wish to have, you know, all this wealth for a day that'll, you know, last you for a lifetime. But he was like, hurry up and do it. So that way I can end this, you know, jail prison sentence of, having to serve people and having to live under under masters and I can go to heaven and have a big parade. You know, it was still very much about a lifetime of serving masters and he hadn't learned the lesson yet. And he was not learning it with Den until he was allowed to be in that safe space and be in Den's home um, and truly see that it's those simple, authentic things that matter. Well, the same goes for us, right? When practicing selflessness, it is those intimate moments that you don't really plan and you can't plan you begin to appreciate and that you begin to um, have a lot of gratitude for and that you learn to become content with because it is the small things that go unnoticed. It is the small things that we're quick to push away and write off, you know, can be incredibly ungrateful for. And sometimes it can make us bitter because you are so focused on, we are so focused on things outside of us. We're so focused on things, like I said, that just, that really at the end of the day, Another reason why we go out of our ways to try to impress people or impress others is, yes, you're looking for that acceptance, but it's a part of you that's also looking to be celebrated, right, in your own way or, you know, oh, look at me, I, you know, I have all, you know, I have all these things. And, and so, you know, what we realize is that, yeah, you may not always have access to that big celebration, again, long, right, one in the big parade, you might not have access to that, but the integrity that you will experience as a person that, that integrity that you'll have, that peace that you have, that joy you will have from knowing that you were able to help somebody achieve what they wanted or help somebody achieve what they needed will certainly have a much more long-lasting impact, and it'll certainly be noted. And lastly, guys, you know, practicing selfness, selflessness, it will have you comfortable in your own skin which is uh, one of, if not the most important things ever, loving yourself, right? And the only way that you can truly love others and serve others is by loving yourself, right? That's where this whole treat others the way you want to be treated comes from, right? Because the only way that you can treat others the way you want to be treated is if you possess those things already for yourself, right? So if you don't have compassion, if you don't have empathy, if you don't have kindness, if you don't have grace, if you can't appreciate the things that are already around you, you certainly can't extend that to another person. And in my mind, part of the reason why we strive so hard to impress others is because we are looking to the world for instant gratification and we are looking to the world and things outside of ourselves to tell us that we belong to tell us that we matter and to tell us that you know our existence is valid when in actuality guys nobody can give that to you nobody can give that to you nobody can and yeah of course your loved ones um your friends your significant others sure you know they can express it to you they can express that love to you and they can empower you um 
and encourage you, but no one can ever truly give us the validation that we are looking for. Um, I came across a quote, quote, I came across a quote by C.S. Lewis, who is a tour de force of an author, that said, you know, most of us desire uh, to be a member of an inner ring, right? An inner ring of an esteemed or important people or people that we put on a, on a uh, pedestal. But we'll reach, but we'll realize that there will be no reach inside that is worth reaching. So essentially one of C.S. Lewis's uh, most famous essays is The Inner Ring, and I, um, I actually uh, encourage you guys to check it out. Um, but essentially it's talking about this, right? It's dealing with this. It's dealing with uh, of trying to um, impress people. Uh, to get into that inner ring or to get into that inner circle. Like I said, the thing that, um, you know, we put on a pedestal. And what and, and he said, what you realize, right, is when you're trying so hard and desperate to achieve becoming a part of this inner circle is that you lose yourself almost completely because you've become this person, right, that is very foreign to you and not you at all to, to do this thing. And you end up becoming just another just another part of the ring but you never really reach it get inside right you realize that it wasn't worth it it was kind of like what I was discussing in WandaVision right you do all these things to try to have all these aspects of controlling your life to obtain this thing that you think is so highly valued and then you get it and then you realize it really wasn't what you thought and it certainly wasn't worth everything that you had to sacrifice and the pieces of yourself that you had to sacrifice to obtain it. So you can buy the eyes on you, right? I mean, that's pretty much, again, part of what our society is today. You get, you know, the rich cars, the clothes, the newest, hottest, whatever, you know, kind of tech thing is out, right? Again, all of these material things around you to sort of, to gain you the likes or the eyeballs or the, you know, the respect that you think you're getting. But then at the end of the day, when that all fades away, and it will, (laughs) it will fade away, right? What are you left with? And Long understood the importance of this. He, he, and which is why he tried to caution Den because he said, look, he said, I, I've done this for my entire life and I've done this in the afterlife. I've done the only caring about what people can do for me, only caring about my own self-interest, putting my self-interest above others, materialism. He's like, I've done it all. That's, that's real life. <laughs> that's part of why we keep entering back into it. That's part of why I think we keep going through these vicious cycles is because sometimes when you do try to be your most authentic self, you are met with backlash or you are met with disappointment or people not responding the way that you hoped they would, right? Um, Sometimes you are shunned for being your true self. And guys, it's, I mean, and it is scary and it can be incredibly hurtful and painful. But I appreciate them showing that. I appreciate seeing that pain and them, um, you know, kind of having Nina um, not necessarily reject Den, but it not working out in the way that he had hoped to, to begin with, right? 
by the time Nina gets away, goes away, and by the time she gains some clarity, she actually realizes that, you know, she made a mistake. And she actually realizes that she wishes that she had the courage that Den had and that to, to be who she is. Because she's not really into the materialism either. That's what her father has pushed upon her. You know, that is what spurned Den on, that disappointment, that pain. And that's why he said, long for my final wish, make me this rich and powerful prince. Because apparently that's the only way I'm going to get ahead in life. That's the only thing that's going to matter is me being this rich and um, kind of, you know, powerful person. Um, and Long essentially is saying, you know, before you do this, yeah, it'll get you where you want to be seemingly or where you think you want to be. But you have so much more value here having a mother that loves you having people that surround you, that truly encourage you and care for you, that is what is more of value um, than what it is that you think. So essentially, guys, what am, I, what am I driving home here as we close? When you practice selflessness, um, it allows you to be you because it changes your perception and it changes your mindset and it'll feel you, feel you and feed you with things that are everlasting, with the things that matter the most and sustain you, right? And so that's what I mean when I say, um, like, so how do we best practice selflessness? Well, uh, like I said, it does first begin with you, self, right? Um, you have to lose the it's all about me mindset. How can I be my most authentic self? What does that mean for me, right? How do I practice that? That comes into play of, as I said, appreciating the simplistic things, appreciating the small things that you already have in life because you will see, okay, this is what is around me already that I can be incredibly grateful for. And this is how I can utilize these things to give myself the compassion, the kindness, the empathy, to practice those wonderful things for me that I then can look at others in a different light and be compassionate and, and, and practice that and be kind towards other towards others. And you exert more of that energy, right, towards thinking about helping others instead of trying to impress them, giving away and not expecting anything in return, right? Essentially, and I know you may be like, oh my gosh, Asia, like this sounds so wonky. Like, so you're telling me to be selfless, but that also means that I'm focusing on me. I'm confused. Don't be confused. All I'm saying in essence is that, you know, this will be something that occurs naturally and will happen naturally with you um, in the sense of selflessness will allow you to practice a form of gratitude because it will put your own problems into perspective, right? When you're helping others, you, it'll put your problems into perspective. It'll show you the trivial things um, that are in actuality tripping us up, um, the things that upset us easily, the things that we need to let go, right? And it'll lift that incredible weight off your shoulders um, for not having to impress others. So I really hope um, that helped us today, guys. I really, like I said, I know that was packed and I know it's a bit loaded and, um, you know, in, in essence, um, it's being, being selflessness, right, guys, and, and, and the gratitude and, and this mindfulness. It's not, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And essentially, like I said, the hope here is that I am providing us with alternative ways to be able to 
do the things and access the things and gain the things that we desire but you're not having to sacrifice yourself you're not having to sacrifice your mental health um, and you're not having to give away things that you really don't want to in order to obtain that um, giving you things that aren't necessarily remedies or um, quick fixes things that will take time right to practice and we're not always going to get it like i said on the other side of this when you get hit with pain and disappointment and you become incredibly frustrated right that's very much real too that i get to be of service i'm excited that i get to empower you i'm excited that i get to help you hope you guys have a great monday and have a great rest of your week and until next time